trust the movement, I negate the chaos, uplift the negative, I'll show up at the table again and again. Welcome to Grassroot Ohio, conversations with everyday people working on important issues here in Columbus and all around Ohio. I'm Carolyn Harding, and today I'm talking with Dr. Lauren Bean, a general pediatrician practicing in the Cleveland area. She is co-founder and executive director of Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights and co-leader of the nonpartisan grassroots coalition, Protect Choice Ohio and Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights. Dr. Bean is concerned that abortion restrictions will cause a medical crisis in Ohio and will disproportionately affect the most vulnerable populations, including her teenage patients and people of color. Dr. Bean with Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights, Protect Choice Ohio and Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights are working diligently towards protecting our reproductive freedom via the citizen-led ballot initiated constitutional amendment that is on the November 2023 ballot. Welcome back to Grassroot Ohio, Dr. Bean. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. This is our third episode together where we focused on this momentous campaign to codify women's reproductive rights into the Ohio Constitution at the ballot. It's called Issue 1, and folks are voting now, early as we speak, through the November 7 election. Where are we today, Dr. Bean? Well, we are heading toward the finish line. Um, the time is now. Um, the time is to is to vote um, is where we are now. We are in a very exciting an exciting period of the campaign, um, the period where we need everybody to get out and vote, to vote yes in support of issue one, um, to um, keep the government out of our healthcare decision making um, in our most private moments and to keep those decisions between people and their families. Um, and so we are in the call to action, I think, as you described it, um, where we just tell everyone we know um, to go out and vote yes. So last Sunday, October 10, supporters of Issue 1, Reproductive Rights on the um, Ohio Constitution, gathered all over Ohio, ready to volunteer, donate funds, and get the vote out for yes on Issue 1. Let's talk about what this campaign has faced since we last talked in July. We had the August special election that would have taken away a majority rule and make it more difficult to pass a statewide ballot initiative. And then we had the language on the official ballot was not the same as the official actual amendment. Can we talk a little bit about that? Definitely. So you sent... Since we started working on this and long before that, um, the anti-choice lobbyists and our extreme um, politicians and government officials have been doing everything that they can to try to slow us down, to try to stop Ohioans from um, being able to vote on something that they feel is important, that the majority, vast majority of Ohio feel is important. And so we've been dodging these curveballs left and right. Um, but you mentioned the two two big ones that have happened over the last few months, um, which really just demonstrate a total um, abuse of power. Um, I think everybody can agree that the 
August, but it's thankfully an abuse of power that has not slowed us down. Um, if anything, has added to our energy because it's shown people how incredibly important this amendment is um, as it is really grassroots democracy in action. And so the first thing you mentioned, the August special election where uh, Frank LaRose, Secretary of State, and a number of extremist politicians tried to make it harder uh, for us to pass our Reproductive Freedom Amendment this coming November. Thankfully, um, an incredible swell of voters turned out throughout early voting um, up until Election Day. It was really a historic moment for Ohio, um, seeing all of these people coming out to vote to preserve their voice. Um, in the democratic process. And so that surely didn't slow us down. If anything, it helped us just by building more coalitions and making more friends and helping people realize what's going on. And then the second thing you mentioned was the ballot um, language. So it's really important. Um, people listening here may know this. Um, don't assume that your friends know this, that the um, the language that is on the ballot when you go in to vote, and I voted uh, this week, so I saw it with my own eyes. Um, the language that's on the ballot is not the same as the language that's in the actual amendment, which is what we are really voting on. Uh, the language in the actual amendment can be read ahead of time at readtheamendment.com. Readtheamendment.com. It's a great place. It is just the language that is what will go into law when issue one passes. The language that is on the ballot is intentionally misleading and confusing and is um, outright propaganda that was written by the Secretary of State of Ohio, Frank Rose, and unfortunately is what is there on the ballot. But we are not going to let that impact the outcome of this election either because we as Ohioans are educated voters and um, read ahead of time and know what we're voting on. So it's just one more. These are, you know, a couple of huge ways that they've tried to confuse and mislead voters um, in a way that is just, you know, you know, not <laughs> so honorable, um, but we aren't, it's not going to slow us down. Yeah, there's been a, I think these, uh, these issues have actually raised the awareness um, to the majority of Ohioans to see that we do um, need to have our rights for referendum and initiative and keep the simple majority and that um, and that we have to have honest, transparent language on the ballot. Yes. Um, I have I have another question. There have been some misleading information in these big TV ads. Mm -hmm. How has the campaign faced these uh, misleading informations? So our campaign has the advantage in that the truth is on our side. So we have a very straightforward amendment that is easy to understand. And it is a very common sense amendment that will uh, protect the rights that we've had under Roe um, for 50 years. And um, well, we had under Roe for almost 50 years, I should say. And there is, despite what our opposition is saying, there is nothing extreme about issue one. Issue one will preserve the rights that we have had. It is not going to make, it is just, it's going to preserve those rights. It's not going to make anything vastly different. It is just going to allow Ohioans to get the reproductive health care that they need when they need it. And so these ads that are just filled with straight propaganda saying that, you know, just things that are completely false. I'm reluctant to even say what they're saying because it's just so ridiculous. But I think it's important to know that our amendment, it will preserve the rights that we've had. It's not going to change anything about parental consent laws. 
laws. And it does allow the government to restrict access to abortion after the point of viability. So pretty much things will stay the same as they currently are since we're currently functioning under um, pre-Dobbs law in Ohio, thanks to our extreme ban, which is actually extreme, um, being suspended um, temporarily at the moment. Okay, so these ads cost a lot of money. And I've noticed that our campaign has put out a couple good TV ads. Where are we as far as needing funds for our campaign to get the word out? Yeah. So, you know, we are these campaigns are so unbelievably expensive, um, unfortunately, but it's just the way that it is. Um, but thankfully, thanks to people all across Ohio, we have had an unbelievably generous just influx of contributions, big and small. And so my first thing, I just, I want to say thank you to everybody who has contributed. Um, we are so grateful for every dollar that has come in. Every dollar has allowed us to move this forward, to get those ads out and we're you know we're always we will always be fundraising right because this is a um we're in crunch time and so if anybody would like to donate we would be so grateful you can go to ohioans united for reproductive rights dot win or the abbreviation of that which is o u r r dot win w i n because that's what we're going to do and we would greatly appreciate um, any contributions that you might be able to provide so in addition to funds we need volunteers yeah okay and what are the volunteers doing right now dr bean so volunteers are doing all sorts of things we're doing a lot of canvassing people are knocking on doors um just um mind-blowing numbers of doors all over the state because we know that that is a great way to um, make sure that people know there's an election coming up um, and help to answer any questions people might have Um, and remind them to get out and vote um, with early voting having already started. So if you're interested in canvassing, um, we're looking for people to do that. We're all, we also have volunteers making um, phone calls and text message, um, doing text message banking, um, which is a great way to help out from home if you um, would prefer not to go walk around um, or you can't. That's, there are many ways to help from home. Um, people are writing postcards. They are helping with, you know, really um, just spreading the word in their communities, um, getting signs and, you know, telling everybody that they know vote yes um you can vote already you can go today during your lunch hour you know that kind of thing um it would really it may, it adds up and if you want to volunteer <clears throat> um you're looking for opportunities i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you yes, off go ahead. um you can also find that at ourr.win so ohioans united for reproductive rights.win there is a place where you can sign up to get your name on the email list and there's also one of the tabs takes you to um like an embedded mobilize um, portion of our website i'm pretty sure that you can look and see what's going on in your area All right, this is Carolyn Harding with Grassroot Ohio. And today I'm talking with Dr. Lauren Bean, and she is one of the leaders of Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights. And we are pushing for the campaign, yes, for issue one in Ohio, this November ballot. So what kind of help are we getting from our allies in other states or even in other countries? Great question. We are getting so much help from others. Well, so let me say this. We are getting 
an incredible amount of attention from other states, right? People are watching us and that is important for so many reasons. Um, mostly, you know, helping to spread information through um, local and then also, also national uh, media outlets is a great way to just generate, a, you know, interest and awareness of what's going on here. Um, we in Ohio, um, as many people um, might know by now, we are the only state that are, has the ability to vote on reproductive freedom through a constitutional amendment process this year. But next year, um, numerous states will be voting similarly. And so everybody in those states is watching what's happening and on other states too, are watching what happens in Ohio because we we have to win this, not just for us, but for the rest of our country um, and carry that torch over. And so honestly, I think that the most incredible way that people in other states have been helping has been through spreading information, through paying attention and, you know, that kind of a thing. Internationally, you know, I am not sure. I don't know a lot about how people internationally um, are paying attention or, you know, helping in any way that I know. Um, really not much about i'm i'm so um focused on ohio right now <laughs> so um but and i do i can feel that energy and support from from all over because people people are rooting for us well i grew up in columbus area central ohio and i have sisters that live all over the united states and i've been i you know as grassroots Ohio, people all over the world actually tune in or stream our show. And so I'm reaching out to these folks saying, hey, this is for you. This is our time right now. Whatever you can do, if you can send in some money, if you can, if you can um, text, if you can send your friends information, it's what they call in the theater world. We say today's the day. Today's the day. All right. It's, yeah. it's now or never. So let's get busy. Let's get involved. Let's let's pull out our, our credit cards and put our calendars, things that we can do. Personally, I have my own campaign, how I'm raising awareness and funds in a kind of creative way with um, my wedding. I pulled on my wedding gown, which is an iconic image of, of women. And I'm using that to help me raise funds for Ohioans United for reproductive rights. So I think everybody can do it their own way. If you oh, like knocking definitely. on doors, if you like making phone calls, that's what you can do. Yep. And yep. where can they re where can they get more information? OURR.win or Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights.win. Dr. Bean, mm -hmm. you're a physician and you basically your group of physicians wrote a letter back during the six-week ban and put it on a full-page ad in the dispatch. That took a lot of courage to become an activist, actually. I would like you to give our listeners why you as a doctor are doing this. So, you know, back in July of, I think it was July now or June, whenever that terrible day was at uh, June, June 24th, 2022, when the Dobbs decision came down, you know, before that, I, I wasn't really involved in this, you know, at all. I, I knew that it was important, but I just, I didn't really understand quite what it meant to lose access to reproductive health care. And I didn't really understand the power of my individual voice um, at all. Actually, I had no idea. 
the power of my individual voice. But when I came to clinic that Monday after the Dobbs decision and I could just see what a crisis we were entering, I, you know, heard scared voices of, you know, a mother who called asking if we should put her daughter on birth control to protect her if she were raped and impregnated, which is a horrible question. But, you know, we saw that happen. And I think it was Mississippi with the 12 year old girl who ended up being uh, having to carry a pregnancy to term of, of her rapist, which is just horrifying. Um, you know, having those kinds of conversations, um, you know, seeing that, you know, I had patients who were in with this new obstacle, um, this new barrier, I could see how patients with less financial means would have in you know, an incredibly more difficult time getting the care that they needed than would um, my wealthier patients, you know, who happened to be born into a different neighborhood. And I just couldn't sit watching that happen because as a doctor, it's my duty to make sure that my patients can get the care that they need when they need it. And so when I started writing that letter, I think that it resonated with so many physicians and healthcare providers in the state because we all share that same feeling that it's our duty to make sure that our patients can get the care that they need when they need it. Because if they can't get that care, then people suffer and people die. And that is totally unacceptable. So for me as a doctor, I just, I feel like I have no other choice but to do what I can to help. And I know so many other um, medical professionals and just people in Ohio feel the same way. You know, we all feel that this is absolutely terrible and we need, we need to stand up for our rights to make our own medical decisions and to keep the government out of those most private medical decisions. And to segue into um, that same area of medical, I have a niece that just finished medical school and is going into OBGYN. And awesome. right now, Ohio wasn't an option. If she wanted to learn everything to do to care, healthcare for a women's reproductive rights. So unfortunately, we lost someone in Ohio that would have been incredibly good. And um, talk about that as far as like people wanting to come or not wanting to come to Ohio unless we do get those reproductive rights. Yes. And that is a huge problem that we will face if we do not pass issue one, is that we will not be able to retain medical students, nursing students, therapy students. Um, those students are going to leave the state because they won't be able to get the training that they need in Ohio um, that will allow them to practice the full spectrum of their specialty. And people who already work in the state will leave because they feel will feel as though they can't practice medicine without fear of being charged with felonies and losing their medical license and going to jail. And we have seen that we have seen that and are seeing that happening in other states where there are areas and um, like in you know, in Texas. And I think, is it Idaho? Idaho? I'm not sure. One of the, you know, more Northern states that's um, facing similarly terrible bans. There's all sorts of problems with access to um, to care for um, pregnancy related issues. Down in the Southern United States, it's extremely difficult to find, on um, the Southeastern United States, it's extremely difficult to find um, healthcare providers for women carrying pregnancies. And, and it's, that that will happen in Ohio if we do not all vote yes on issue one. 
And, you know, I think like just for me as I'm one person, but I moved to Ohio to go to medical school. I'm originally from Michigan. I came to Ohio to go to Case Western. Um, Like many people um, who live in my area, um, all came here from other places to train to be, you know, medical professionals because Ohio is a world leader in science and medicine. And it's something that we are so proud of as a state. And if we if we don't pass issue one, that is going to go away. So um, absolutely critical that we all vote yes to preserve the future of our medical health care system in our state. And as a mother of a 19-year-old and a college student, I, I would not choose to send my daughter to a, 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 a state that had a ban. I just wouldn't. And I think a lot of women that care about our rights would go through the same thing. And in fact, it's just a nightmare what happened to the one woman, I think it's in Texas, that helped her daughter get a, an abortion. And then she's um, now has to go to jail. I mean, things like that. Ha- I mean, she helped her get out of the state and go to a, a legal provider. And now yeah. she's got to go to jail. To me, that's just, it's medieval. Mm-hmm. Not good. Agree. No, not good. Not good. So our call to action is to get everybody out to vote. I have a big a soft spot for the rural Ohio. Um, I spend a lot of time in rural Ohio and I value the rural people, um, their hardworking ethic. Um, I believe there's been a real uh, lack of education about our initiative into the rural part of Ohio. What's going on with the campaign to reach our rural voters? So, you know, I think I mentioned canvassing. We are out everywhere canvassing. Um, And we have a lot of information that comes through in our um, advertisements um, and messaging through TV, radio, digital, that all um, states' truths. Um, And those truths about issue one are that it is not extreme. It is a common sense amendment and it will protect individuals' rights to reproductive health care decision-making free from interference by the government through the point of viability, right? And so we are are, um, working to make sure that those truths about the amendment are shared everywhere, that really this is just to preserve what we currently have um, and to stop an extreme ban from going back into effect where there was no exceptions for rape or incest and where people were forced to carry pregnancies to term that were not going to survive and were forced to either leave the state for care um, or birth an infant that they would then have to watch die, which is torture. And so we cannot um, allow that to happen. So that that is extremism. That that ban is the is so extreme and heartless and cruel. And so, you know, what we are doing is is not. It is common sense. We are keeping things the way they have been. We want to just make sure that Ohioans are the ones who are in charge and they're with their families and their faith are the ones that are in charge of making their own personal health care decisions in those most private, stressful times. So like you said, we're in the home stretch and um, I'm one not to take it for granted and to push to the end because 
We don't want to let our guard down. We don't want to leave anything undone. Correct? Yeah. So what's your one big wish for our listeners? My big ask is to identify 10 friends that you can tell um, or just approach and say, hey, did you know that there's an election coming up in November? Don't assume that anybody knows about this because they might not, you know, depending on where we're getting our information, they might not realize what's going on. So um, identify 10 friends and ask them, you know, do they know that there's an election coming up in November? Um, Do they know that um, issue one um, is up for vote and that by voting yes, we can protect our our access to reproductive health care um, and to keep the government out of that um, personal decision making process. Do they know that? Will they vote yes? And, and help them make a plan. Ask them if they have a plan. So make sure they know that there's an election. Make sure that they know that they should vote yes and why. And then make sure that they have a plan to vote, and uh, including early voting at your county board of elections Monday through Friday or um, through um, on election day. But I'll tell you, election day is totally crazy. We saw that um, on in August with those lines, insane lines wrapping around buildings. So I, you know, to avoid that, mess and to make sure that you are able to vote, I would vote early, just like I did this week. It was so easy. And I felt so great about it. I'm voting today with Yay. my with my 19 year old daughter too. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. And I just wanted to say how grateful I am for you and your fellow physicians who wrote and started this ball rolling, that letter in the dispatch. And you you experienced the impact of the six-week abortion. You took action to protect your patients, yourselves, and the reproductive rights of all Ohioans. Thank you for standing up, organizing, collaborating, advocating, for being a brave activist. And I just wanted to ask you, what are you grateful for? Oh, I'm grateful for you, Carolyn. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for all of the listeners. I... You know, I just, it has been so humbling. Um, I have just, my mental image of myself in this process is that I feel like I'm a little pebble that just kind of was at the top of an avalanche that was about to go off in the summer of 2022. And that avalanche is made up of all of us. You know, we are all pebbles. Um, we are, we are grassroots Ohio. The citizen initiated constitutional amendments, it's the most pure, beautiful form of democracy. And I just, And these would not be possible if it weren't for every single one of us. So, you know, I am so grateful that we are all standing up together. We are voting. We are sharing our stories. I'm so I'm just so grateful for every single person in Ohio who has been essential in making this move forward. And that is every single one of us um, in that avalanche. And we are not stopping um, anytime soon. We are going to just plow through. November 7th, and we are going to protect these rights together as this powerful grassroots force in Ohio. Thanks so much, Dr. Bean. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody listening. We're we're almost there. We just got to not slow down, keep moving forward, and we'll get it done. All right. Today's the day. Today's the day. <laughs> You've been listening to Grassroot Ohio with Dr. Lauren Bean co-founder and executive director of Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights, 
co-leader of the nonpartisan grassroots coalition Protect Choice Ohio and Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights. In addition to our Friday 5 p.m. broadcast on WGRN, we are also airing at 2 o'clock on WCRSFM.org Columbus. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for joining us. There's a time to listen and learn, a time to organize and strategize, and a time to stand up, fight back.